Oh, thank you for that serenade. Anybody Skill? recognize that? Cobra had a smile on his face. He looked like he maybe knew what it was. Can we hear Cobra? <laughs> Is Cobra coming through on the airwaves? That would be the. Uh, oh, he's so quiet. That would be the what? Green beret, right? All right exactly. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring up the gain on your laptop just so we can hear some Cobes. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And it was an honor of me having to play a gig where somebody requested that this week. So I just thought I'd play it. That's all. <laughs> it's the first thing that came to mind. I've never played in my life until three days ago, and it sucks. Hello, everyone. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Chanarain Podcast. With me, as always, is my bearded co-host, Mr. Andy Fuko. That's me. And if you didn't know, I'm here to let you know that this will be an explicit episode. So you have five seconds of something else. That's five, four, three, two, one. Fuck! Fuck! Let's <sighs> tie one on and plow through this shit just one more time. Hey, hey, Skill. <laughs> yes, Josh. You know what um, really throws a wrench into my mini band submission? What's that, Josh? Ah, uh, you know, just just the usual cold weather, sun in my eyes, contacts trying to fall out, and still not making any major errors. That's just a testament. <laughs> Hey, you had one big blunder in the Stras Bay. I did have a blunder in the Stras Bay on take seventeen. That's true. <laughs> you get me. You get right. me. You get me sixteen runs in, and uh, You're bound yeah, to make. Something. I'm bound. I'm bound to fuck up eventually. <laughs> that's usually, right. Usually, I'd fuck up on run one. That's that's right. There were plenty of fuck ups to make up for it. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's an exciting day. We've got our good friend Andrew Hoenicke, the Cobra himself, on with on us, on us, with us, on us, in us. I think he's in us all, really. Is there a little cobra in everyone? So, if it comes across <laughs> as if we're fucking exhausted, it's because we are. And when he when he used to be a younger man, he was definitely in everyone. Back when he was just a little uh, <laughs> little a little snake, not a full grown cobra. Zach, exactly. <laughs> Listeners can review the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If I'm not mistaken, uh, you can send us emails and voicemails to be played on air. Haven't had much of those lately. Don't want to pull a rab. Yeah, what the hell, man? Mm, what the fuck, guys? Uh, you can like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you're Australian, Snapchat. Check out the Chanarant store at Chanarant.com. Become a patron. Patreon.com slash Chanarant. This show's brought to you by our lovely patrons, some of whom are even watching us stream right now. Only a very few, but... Last but not least, invite, share with your friends. So, uh, we mentioned this briefly uh, during the intro, but uh, we have we have the Cobes. We have the Cobes here. Long-time listener, uh, long-time caller... <laughs> Can't get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> how's how, how's it been, my dude? Life is good. How's Chicago yeah, treating? Trying to stay, trying to stay warm as the uh, the weather goes. Otherwise, yeah, man, it's uh, it's getting rough out there. It was a balmy sixty degrees here in Las Vegas. We were all we were all freezing. Ever, everyone was whinging <laughs> by four o'clock. Yeah, the sun just goes down and everybody starts to fucking lose their minds. Like it was pretty funny. But um, yeah, Chicago is a whole other thing. Yeah, today uh, I was out and about, just uh, kind of enjoying the day as best as one can in a in a lovely like thirty seven. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Josh is going to Chicago for Christmas, I believe. I am. Uh, uh, I can't wait till he shows things, up there with his jean all jacket. All things going well. I ho- yeah, that's the intention. I think the twenty second on, I'm going to be up in the windy city, as it were. And by the windy city, I mean in the suburbs, not being able to go out or see anyone or do anything. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a big waste of time, other than 
visiting you know, uh, her yeah, family. Gotta, yeah, gotta take the lady home, see your folks, and uh, for the first time in forever, have a meal that I didn't have to fucking cook. <laughs> Will it happen on time, though, is I'm the question. Thoroughly, I'm thoroughly <laughs> enjoying that idea of just like, I just, what, I'm just gonna have a beer and maybe do dishes later? Uh, lovely. What Brilliant. A I, 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 I want to go to there. I would put money on the fact that Josh is going to take over the kitchen when he gets there. Nah, dude. <laughs> nah, I'm not that bad in the uh, kitchen. I'm pretty bad, but I'm not that bad. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, if anybody's taking wants to take a bets on this, I'm happy to oblige. So uh, we we briefly alluded to this in the intro, but um, <laughs> if anyone's wondering why we're tired, <laughs> it's, it's been a long yeah, it's day. been a long fucking day. So uh, Fosco, what what were we up to today before the show? Today was our the grand recording of the mini band. Con- I don't know what it's called, but the mini band contest run by Fu Joe Brady. Um, so we actually went out and recorded today and yes. spent the afternoon doing that essentially. Yeah. Uh, and we played for probably good, well, hour and a half, Couple, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say maybe, we put, we put some reps in. Um, it was interesting. We had. <laughs> I wish I wish we had more photos. I didn't even think to take behind the scenes photos of like the rig, and yeah. like the the jankety ass setup that we did, <laughs> so we could try to get because we were outside. Yeah. So we wanted to get like mics close to the pipes so we could actually get some decent audio. I don't know why. Let I me tell you. Do that, but <laughs> let me tell you how uh, sensitive and how close to the pipes those mics were. I could hear every mistake and everything that was out of tune in the history of time. <laughs> yeah, but you could hear that from where you were standing without the headphones on too. Well, no, I just kept. I just kept. Uh, I I have a trick that I do now to where if I'm if I'm in the circle. And the mistakes from either drummers or pipers next to me or the tuning is so bad that I really just can't deal with it. And it's like affecting my performance. I just keep pushing my earplugs in deeper until they touch my brain. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, I find that that tends to help me really focus on just standing still and playing my music. It does. It does. Absolutely. I think it tickles that special part of the brain that makes you not kill the person standing next to you. I mean, I came and shot at the same time. I went too <laughs> far in. <laughs> So, so, you know, I, I, I pulled a, <laughs> I pulled a Cobra as we say. <laughs> you shot and come, it came at the same time. Uh, quick, somebody add that to the urban dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> you ever been Cobra'd? <laughs> but, uh, but no, I actually, I, Hey, I got no complaints. I, uh, I got to stand in the corner and play music and hang out with my friends. So I, I was happy. I was a pagan shit. Yeah, it was fun to play and it was fun to kind of like try to figure out a setup and how we might do. There this were some future. truly in my mind, there were some truly good moments. There were. We just couldn't do them all at once. We just couldn't time. do them all at once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was It was, It was. was a uh, cacophony. No, no, no. What's the right word here? It was a, um, how would you describe it? comedy of errors. Comedy of errors. That's how yes. I would describe it. Yeah. yeah it was like, uh, <laughs> like we, uh, we'd, com- <laughs> we'd hit, hit the beginning. Somebody would make a massive blunder in like the march. And then we'd pretty much do pretty well the rest See, of the See, my, my favorite was like take two or three where we had like a really solid run at the march and then immediate honker as soon as we <laughs> as went into the first Strass Bay. I was like, oh, well, at least... I believe that was take two. Yeah, it's like at least at least that mistake is blaring and in the middle of the fucking performance. <laughs> and we can't... It's too late to start over. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if it was the first part, we'll just start over. Yeah. Okay. Like, but, like when someone blows the attack, we're like, oh, okay, we'll just like cut, reset, let's do it again. Yeah. When yeah. you when you uh, <laughs> blow it halfway through the set, you have that. I, I and I watched you. I was watching you from my position because I was by the drums, uh-huh. and I was watching every single time there was a mistake. Fusco doing the mental math 
of will this take longer to start over or to just finish the fucking set and do it I was it thinking again? that every time. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I was was that a big enough mistake where yeah. I should just cut my losses now? Like or? the whole time, the whole time I'm just watching you and I'm like, I'm like, what is he going to do? Is he going to step in on this or? Yeah. And no. I found, I found your cutoff point. Your cutoff point was like, if, if there was, uh, I think it was like the third part of the March. If we got to the third part of the March, I pretty much let it and go. And like, we're going to go to the end at that point. Yeah. But if it was anything before the third part of the March, you tended to be like, all right, let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and do this. Again. I mean, what do we waste 30 seconds at that point? You yeah. Know? But <clears throat> there were times when, because we were also, <laughs> well, and it's, and it's, you know, we were also, there's, there's a method to your madness because we were trying to get the drummers used to the music. What do you mean? Wait, 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 wait. One of our, one of our drummers had, I don't think it had ever played that set. No, no, he played the set, but just, he never competed with this band before. He's never yeah. competed. At so all we've before. been, so, I mean, there, there's something to say for if we're halfway through it and it's already blown, might as well try to finish it strong. So the drummers get some just reps a practice in. Run yeah. Just way. get reps in. Yeah. No, that's true. But it was, uh, it was interesting though. We would, I think it was by take three, maybe four. We, I think we did five total. We were really starting to nail the march, and then every time we hit that first Ross Bay, it was like fucking somebody just didn't. It's oh, like dude, we're, yeah, they're it on fell another apart. planet. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> like, what are you, what are you doing? Some solid march was, runs, yeah. actually, some pretty solid real runs too. Good in my real opinion, runs. Uh, yeah. no good runs in the first Ross Bay. No, not, not a zero good one. runs in my opinion of the first Ross Bay. I want to cut that tune. Yeah, it's it's probably coming. Uh, Cobra, it's, it's long overdue. Well, you you've been sitting patiently and quietly. Have you guys entered into any online kind of stuff, or what? What have you been up to aside from finding the five and daily pipe band drumming? That is pretty much it. Uh, the band, uh, my band that shall not be named, which most people can figure out easily, uh, went on a all summer sabbatical. Uh, we literally did nothing from the second week of March until the beginning of August when uh, in-person outdoor rehearsals were possible. And then we did some of that until we had to move indoors and found a new space where we could still be distant and all that stuff. And then, uh, yeah, as of now, it's not even an option anymore. Oh, they, well, <clears throat> fuck. They, they stopped that for where you are? Well, I, you know, a, a lot Jesus. of it's or however you want to see it, but... Uh, yeah, it's just in our best interest to kind of put the kibosh on it for a little while again. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, we probably shouldn't either, but, you know, we're we're rebels. We uh, we chant and ran ourselves <laughs> and went out there anyway. Um, so here, here's can, – can, can I bitch for a second? Of course. I mean, we might as well keep going this way. Um, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Sorry, Cobra. See, I'm doing 17 things at once. Don't worry about it. Just do your thing. Just do your bit you're about to do. Yeah, no, I had to transition this. <laughs> oh, oh, I never oh. put them on screen. <laughs> you never put them on screen? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, so, okay, so we go through all this effort, right? And part of this I fucked up a little bit, but um, so here, this is what's funny. So we went through all this effort to dress. Joe asked us to be in kilts. And most, I, oh, I would have I went without I'm dressing. so excited that you're going with this point. I didn't say shit, by the way. I know, I know, and and I I thought I about need... losing my mind, and then I decided, you know, where are we gonna go with this? Like, does it? I mean, do we have any choice at this point? I don't need a gold star. All I need is the occasional acknowledgement that, like, a week or two ago, you asked me to be less of a content practice, and I feel like I've been doing it. <laughs> well, we've, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I meant less of a cunt to me. I don't care what you do to the other guys. <laughs> well, Fusco, it's it's either that switch is either on or off. It's a, it's a one or a zero. Oh Jesus! Well, hell. So anyway, so I okay. So we were gonna go light 
tops, right? We have these blue shirts that we t-shirts, right? This one. This one that I'm the wearing one right I, now. Yeah, I have it underneath as well. God, but, I fucking hate this shirt. That's fine. Um, so it, I didn't realize that, of, well, of course, I didn't know that the new drummers didn't have it for one. And I should have thought of it, but I didn't. So then I contacted our contacted our quartermaster to try to get a hold of these shirts so it's that not I even can. the best part of the story. No, it, oh, it gets way better. <laughs> but I'm going to set this up because, yeah, no. dude, you've had Fusco has gone on a fucking Lord of the a Tolkien-esque quest to, to get people in clothes to get people outfitted because I am not the quartermaster and I do not have access to this stuff. And our quartermaster is on like, like, fucking. Uh, I, Mars. I, I gotta be nice uh, he's on sabbatical religious sabbatical on every Friday so anyway I should have contacted him sooner but that was that part I fucked up but so anyway I had to travel across town he lives Far. 25 minutes from me yeah. probably um, to try to f- get some t-shirts so I asked him yesterday leave these shirts this is what he does if it's a Friday he leaves his whatever I need to pick up out on his doorstep dope because I can't get a hold of him otherwise uh, he's Jewish so Fridays are no good for him, Friday to Saturday. Um, so he does that, and I'm like, wait a minute. So then I come to realize that the shirts that I asked for, you don't have, Daniela doesn't have, and Jeremy doesn't have. No, we never got those. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do you guys not have these shirts? Like, what the fuck? So then We only got these ones. So then I'm like, well, half of us have the blue ones, half of us have the black ones. Like, why does nobody have the same fucking shirt? Like, what is the problem here? So anyway, travel all the way across town. Didn't <laughs> picked up these shirts. I'm like, all right, we'll put drummers in one set of shirts. We'll put everybody else in the other shirt, and that'll be fine because that happens sometimes, right? No big deal. So we do that. So we get to the place, right? We're setting up. We're all dressed. One of the drummers shows up, and he's like, "What did he say? <laughs> did you remember what he said?" He's like, "Oh, uh, I don't." He's like pu- pulling the stuff out of his drum case. He's like, "Oh, I don't have the blue socks." I'm like, "Do you have?" I'm like. What? Well, first he asked me, so I was going in to use the loo. Oh, is that what happened? I yeah, and he, he's like, "Hey, Josh." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Do you have an extra pair of blue hose?" I was like, "Not fucking with me." Like, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, well, that's a bummer." I'm like, "Ah, oh, mate." <laughs> like, you knew, and, and, and then he hadn't said anything to me yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well I, he was going that way, and I was going in to take a piss. Right, <laughs> right. So, so then he says it to me. He's like, "Hey, I don't have any blue hose, but I've got." He's like, "Is this going to be good enough?" And he pulls out charcoal, I think, or whatever. I'm like, "No." <laughs> he's like well he's like i don't know they should be here like I, all my stuff should be here he's like and then he said i don't have black flashes either I'm like oh and i don't have my gillies like what the f- what do you have what do you have <laughs> he's got a kilt you got he brought his kilt this i guess classic fucking drummer i'm like wait a minute so you just checking your stuff you're checking in your bag right now you didn't like look in this before you left the house uh, and I'm just like I'm curious <laughs> though. Uh, so so when did you check your shit for today? To for what I was going to wear? I I, I don't need to. It's always I'm about it's say, always I, done ahead of time. Like my my shit's always in the same spot, and I checked it yesterday. I did it. I did it when because I, I was like, if there's anything I have to wash, press anything, I don't want to do it day of. Yeah, it's done when I hang it, not when I need to pick it. Yeah, up. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so then I'm like, I'm just sitting there like, uh, and he's like, well, I don't know what to do. I'm like. It's like I just drove, I just drove across town so you could have the right T-shirt, and then you didn't bring and your then rest you didn't of your bring shit. anything else. <laughs> I'm like, like why do I, dude? How many times have we had this? <laughs> like, I mean, don't be wrong. I'm singling out drummers because they're usually the they're it's, usually the it's culprit. It's not only them. It's but, not only them, but more often than not, it's usually a drummer that didn't bring their shit. Yes, in my experience, not in my band. <laughs> it's it's see, this is the beauty of a band like yours, Cobra, where you got 
reasonable. You have a sizable band, so if somebody fucks up, you can be like, "All right, All right go home." Yeah, yeah. You stand, <laughs> stand to the side, bitch. And then it doesn't I'm, really I affect you. I'm also mess. just lucky enough to to have the fact that the drummers know me so well that they would never do that. They just wouldn't, you know. And and I've assembled a team who kind of like like most of the drummers are like IT professionals. They're people who are used to having to have their shit together, you know, at, at, not at the expense of other people. And and so they just show up early with their shit, ready to go, pressed, and it works out. Uh, and I never have to go ballistic as a result, which is perfect, because then I, I get to feel like a nice guy. And I can yell about playing instead of <laughs> uniform. Yeah, shit. but how did they learn that? Uh, indoctrination. I'm just, I'm very, very consistent. I send out, like, checklists. I send them out again. I send them out again. You can ask, I mean, uh, the, the the guys in the band uh, uh, came up with a, a nickname uh, for me. Uh, Informatos is the nickname that they refer to to me because I constantly resend the same shit. But that's how you actually get this stuff done. I'm willing to be the one that bugs everybody if the band looks good and we're all where we're supposed to be on time. That's fair. <clears throat> that would be. I would. I would like to be devil's advocate here. Okay, I'm listening. Because there's a case to be made for just being a normal adult human. <laughs> this is pipe band, son. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I would love for that to be true. Like, 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 for example, Fusco. Yeah. If if you showed up to this podcast recording tonight, and when you got here, I was just Winnie the Pooh in it, naked from the waist down. I wouldn't be like, well, you never fucking reminded me to wear pants and underpants, did you, <laughs> Andrew? Like, why would I? Why would I bring kilt hose? And did I not text everybody? Like, I, I even Relentlessly. said, I texted everybody. Said, because Daniela asked a very, uh, I hate to post, po- she asked a very stupid question. I said, wait, bring your blue T-shirts. She wrote back immediately, the, the blue dress shirt. I said. No, I, I was so thinking like, oh, I saw the picture. Did you see up, me? Oh, I saw it, yeah. but I was like, look I above what I just said. Bring the blue T-shirt. Like, I fucking laid the shirt out and took a picture of it and sent it to the group thread. I was like, this is the fucking shirt I expect to see you. <laughs> right. You, and you did that. And I and, and I just wrote back. I was in my head. I wanted to be super snarky, but I'm like, just read what I just fucking said. And I said, no, blue T-shirt. And that's it. And then I said, OK, let me just re- say it again just to be safe. I said, kilt. Sporin, hose, flashes, gillybrogues. I even said skindu just because I knew people how people are. I said if you have a belt, bring it. Pipers bring a belt. Drummers don't need it. Uh, and we will bring you the t-shirts. No hats. I said this clearly before anybody left their house via text. And I'm uh, and I'm like, what? Don't look at me. I showed up in the right shit. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying, like, dude. Go, I am the. I am. I've officially become the goalie of pipe band. I just shut up and play my fucking position. Well, here's what's interesting. Cause he's, he said something that his band would probably, or his drummers kind of know better. Cause they're a little, maybe it's fear. Maybe it's just respect. I don't know what it is, but they wouldn't do it. Right. Like, like people are definitely afraid of me. Like in the band, they like, they, they don't want me to be mad at them. I've gotten that comment many a time, but they still do this shit that gets me fucking insane. And then I lose my mind on them. Well, I'm, I'm like, interested. Why can't in, you just bring the, bring your clothes? I'm interested in breaking some of this down. So, like Code Rep, in your experience, what motivates you not to be that fucking guy? I've never been that guy, uh, and I think a lot of it comes down to having 
had somebody who took me by the hand and taught me literally every item, how it's supposed to be worn, how it's supposed to be cared but, for. But like that. personally and intrinsically, like yeah. what is your motivation to, is it, is it, do you, cause, cause I'm going to get at a point here. Sure. Like, do you, do you have your shit together because you're afraid of being reprimanded if you don't? No. Okay. So why do you have your shit together? Uh, it's not my culture to misrepresent. First of all, uh, I am not Scottish at all, at all. Like there is no kilting in my heritage, but if I'm going to wear someone else's costume, so to speak, I'm going to wear it correctly. See, I have, I have a even different thing. Like for me, like I never want to be the fucking asshole that's got his shit fucked up. And I mean, in an emergency, you can get away with it. Like if something goes wrong and like, you really have no control over the situation. All right. Like shit happens, life happens, whatever. But like, I don't want to be the fucking asshole who has to basically make everyone else plan for their failure. Correct. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the person who's just like, they'll show up, they'll play their part. They're there. Yeah. It has nothing to do it's, with like the respect for Scottish stress or any of that. I mean, I do respect all that stuff, it's but not for even me, that, it's, just like, it's respect. You're for part your, of, it's the team. You're part of the team, people. right? You don't want to be the weak fucking link. <laughs> and I don't, it's, it's not that I don't think they're actively disrespected. I don't think this person intended to be actively disrespectful, but by not thinking ahead and thinking about like, Hey, let me plan for my team. He's being disrespectful. It's not well, intentional. And he's being disrespectful to everybody on that team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not just me. Is well, you know me wrong? There's there's one offs. Every pipe major carries two caps. I carry two fucking hats in my case. Yeah, I carry two hats. I usually have extra metal stuff, but I can't carry an entire fucking uniform. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's goddamn like ridiculous. like when you when you show up and ask me if I have an extra set of hose on me, I was like, no, I didn't bring my fucking wardrobe. I brought my shit. <laughs> like, oh. we don't even like we don't even stock that stuff. Like. Hose are a personal a piece of personal property. We order them a couple times a year. If if you forgot to bring yours, that's you forgot to bring yours. You're that's fucking anyone. You're else. stand on the sideline, mate. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and there's not an extra pair floating somewhere that someone could bring you unless someone happens to have a second pair of the same size. Well, and I also you're, think you're lucky, that, but that's it. I mean, I own two pair of hose of our color because you fucking play a lot. Because I play a uniform. lot, and I don't. I have to. Yeah. I, otherwise, I would eat through them. But I mean, my thing is just like. You get to a point, and and that's kind of kind of where I want to steer some of this conversation. We haven't done any of the news and updates, by the way, but kind of where I want <laughs> we'll to get there. Kind of where <laughs> I want to steer this conversation is, like, yeah, I could bring an entire box of extra uniform parts with me to every fucking gig. Then you would expect me to have it at every gig, and you would take no personal responsibility for your own fucking actions. Correct. I, I can't just, every time. Just the night before when you go to bed, dude. I was fucking. I was lit post happy hour and playing call of duty and whatever. And I got all my shit out and I'm like, my drunk ass is making sure everything's okay. Everything's laid out. I got two of everything. We're good to go. Mm-hmm. And then I fucking crashed. You know, if my you, drunk you know ass can do what anybody can. You know what would have been, would have been a great way to know that you didn't forget every, anything to get dressed at home before you fucking got there. Like, <laughs> like the rest of us. Well, <laughs> I'm always Jeremy. wary. Other than Jeremy, that would have been the easy way to know for sure. I'm always wary when you show up to a gig and you're not dressed. Yeah, I'm like, there oh. are those people who, for whatever reason, cannot seem to get in and out of a car without turning their kilt into a dog's dinner. 
Correct. So there is that. You know, <laughs> there is that too. But when, that you pull your, when you pull your kilt out of your drum case, it's already a dog's dinner. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh boy. Well, there's there's already something wrong with that. There's something in a drum case other than a drum. Right. Nothing I mean, he had he had he had charcoal hose, black hose, like two or three. Well, the shoes weren't in the drum case. He had. And even white hose, I think they're all in a drum case because he had all, he, every option other than the this navy This guy's going to feel real singled out if he listens to the show. <laughs> he doesn't listen. It's just, you know, it's you know, you, you fucked up. It happens. Don't worry about it. Don't don't take it personal, just, bro. Just be better next time. I don't yeah, understand. just be better. Just don't just be that don't fucking understand. guy. Like that's it. You know. Listen, I remember playing like soccer in high school or whatever track, and there was there was always that kid, and it was almost always the same kid or something. You could, there's always somebody that would like forget shit, and he was just. Their mindset is just complete, not, you know, they're just all over the place mentally. Uh, oh, my natural state is that. It seems, though, I've well, trained. No, 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 no. I've tried to train no, out no, of it. No. That's a totally different thing. I'm talking like just complete, like, airhead type people, right? Yeah. Um, and, but they were very few. It seemed like it was like one out of 20, I don't know, however many people were on the team. And it was, and it would happen every once in a while. It's like today in this organization and probably bands in general, it happens almost every time, and it's like two or three people out of fourteen. It just blows my mind. Yeah, it's like, like getting worse. I'm like, just have your shit. I, well, I, granted, I've been working. I've been working on this behind the scenes. I've already talked to you about the bagpipe primary assessment and the checklist. That's just more shit for them to ignore. It's just gonna be like, hey, these are things. Like every single <laughs> time I see you, you need to have all these things in your case, and you have all this shit ready to go. <laughs> like, I, it just it just blew my. It was just killing me. Like and I'm like, granted, right. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't gloat too much on my preparedness because my drone stocks are terrible. Yes, they are. But <laughs> you oh. guys can actually pit pit each other or pit the band against each other, though, because like you're a team, so like you could have you you know uh, whoever the whoever the bad guy is going to be, bad cop, you know, good cop can be like, hey, fix that before the other guy sees you, you know, or like, oh man, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. again, in, in our band, they call it and, – and, again, I'm okay with being the one that people poke fun at if the band is better because of it. So, like, being out of uniform in any way is called losing Hoinicky bucks. Like, <laughs> and, and, and I'm okay. They'll be like, oh, your tie's down. What is that, like three Hoinicky bucks? Right. I'll and say I'm, this, too, like, though. We've got people who have never – because of the situation, we've never got to go on the field. So they're not used to, yeah, like, the typical new. gig or games experience that we would this have. This guy's been doing it for 20 years plus. Yeah, but with us, well, here's a, doesn't matter. Here's a the, the, here's does, a is it different? Right? You just competed with drummers. That's yeah. a <laughs> Well, two snare drummers. Cheers to that. I mean, I mean what, like, what are these guys going to do – our first games of 2021 when we get to travel and we show them how we line up all the fucking drums for inspection and all that shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've tried to have uh, I, one of the wonderful things about Kyle is his, he's incredibly anal. Some probably very similar to Hoinicky. And uh, like, like, and this is, I love this about when he was fe- running Phoenix at the time. And like we would show up and like the drummers didn't dr- throw their shit down and fuck off. They had to put all their shit out. They all had, they all they knew what they were supposed to do. Their shit. They had to fucking everything. Had Drum to be cases were out. Drums were on the drums. Similar. And span. I've seen Glenn Cavidal's core do this stuff like that. Like, hey, let's let's treat our process with respect. You know, like I can't wait, and I'm hoping Kyle can instill this in these in this group. Well, and I think it's. <laughs> it, I mean, it's not even just about, in my opinion, treating the process res- with respect. It's about repetition and indoctrination in a sense. It's like, hey. If I know 
and and you cut down on nerves you cut down on all kinds of things if, if i know when i get there here's all the things i have to do i have to show 100%. up help out the tent put food out set my drum up clean this do this like you, you just build in this system of like oh i don't have to have nerves because i know what my job is mm-hmm. well and also you won't have nerves when something goes wrong because something won't go wrong because everything's in the same place yeah. at this all the time it's just repetition over and 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 over, and over again right we don't That's have it. That. it doesn't matter where we show up i put my drum down on uh upside down on my case like when i arrive at the games that day whoever's next asks me which direction we're facing and they put their drum where they stand in the line upside down on its case and everyone else follows suit they see where my carrier is their carrier goes there the bags go behind that so like and it's just it's been that way for now we've we've built We've built our process, you know? And so now we're at a point where when someone onboards to the core, like somebody else kind of takes them on as a battle buddy. Like the guy standing next to them in the core might be like, hey, make sure you do this, you know? And there's that sort of handed down tradition that makes it really, really easy. So I don't even have to say anything to anybody. Like I put my drum down and boom, 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 boom. Seven other drums are in line the same way. Is it too late for me to switch to drum core? <laughs> well, maybe not at the rate we're going. <laughs> at the rate we're going, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that that even tracks like on the Piper side. Like you know, today everyone's asking like, "What do we do? What do we do? What do we do with pipes?" And it's like you do exactly what the pipe major does. When he fucking gets his pipes out, you get your pipes out. You play when he's playing. You don't fucking play when he's not playing. Like mm-hmm. all that. And I, and we, I had to explain. You got to warm again. up together, cool down together. Great. It's been a while, so all right. I'll give him a little leeway, but I definitely had to answer that question. Like. Because we have one guy that's a little gun ho and he's like super high anxiety. And uh, <clears throat> he was like, he's always the guy playing before everybody else. Like, dude, I don't, I, I never want to see you do that. Nope. Like, I don't know why you need, why you, he's kind of like he's, angel now. Well, yeah, he's the dude that's like, I'm going to play for four hours before anyone else gets, else yeah. gets here. I was like, no, you got to go chill. play a concert because yeah. <laughs> like, I want you guys wait, to hear me play. Like, nobody, I don't, I don't. It's that. not even that. It's just <laughs> nerves. No, it's anxiety. It's when it matters. Yeah, it's just nerves. It's like, no, you got to save it. Yeah, it's anxiety, so I'm going to do something. So I f- like imagine feel like I'm doing something. It's like, here, here's how here's how we'll we'll pitch this, and and you can edit this to make it more PG before you pitch to the band. Okay. Imagine if you had a boxer pre-fight, mm-hmm. and he jerked off 17 times <laughs> before the fight. You don't want that. No. Yeah, like that's bad. You 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 want to you want to fight, then jerk off later. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, and. And just to be clear, I meant Angel was the type that loved to put on a concert for everybody before. Well, it, it drive me nuts. Well, this guy was things. more like, nah. th- th- this is a mental anxiety where people feel like if I'm not doing, if I'm not uh, doing something, I'm doing nothing. I'm doing nothing. But like doing nothing is p- part of the process. Like you have to prepare mentally as opposed to physically. Like this is the day of. We don't do any of that. These you are need people. To prep yourself well, for, and, and you get gassed, right? Like you get mentally exactly and correct. physically gassed. And look what happened. And you leave your shit. You leave your best run on the practice ground. Correct. Yeah. Exactly correct. And that's I mean, very it's one of those things people. where it's like. I mean, I also. And I'm not. I'm not trying to intentionally shit on Angel because he's he's just <laughs> the he's just a person that comes to mind that's like this. <laughs> and I love the man. Uh, eh, sometimes. Oh, I love him always, <laughs> but uh, but you know he's also the kind of person. And there's a lot of them in a pipe band. Angel's just the example that sticks out, but he represents a large swath of people who didn't don't play enough on their own. Correct. And so when they finally get all their shit together, mm-hmm. and it sounds pretty good, they want to play through their whole fucking repertoire for an hour because they like to play. Right. 
It's like, dude, don't get me wrong. I appreciate that. I know you like to play. I know you want to listen to all your shit and play through different things because your pipes are sounding good and you're out among friends and you're playing. But also, you should play more when there's not people around. <laughs> Just go do it at home. Yeah. yeah. Like, or set yourself up. Like, go play in a park where people are listening. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. For your practice like, because you get off on people listening. Well, it's not even... Yeah, I mean, I or think wherever. that there's... Like, you get, you get to a contest day or performance day and you get people who will play for 45 minutes nonstop and wreck their pipes... See, because they're just happy because the they're happy to be playing yeah. and they enjoy playing and they enjoy the act of playing. They enjoy the fact their pipes sound good. They enjoy the fact that they're outside enjoying themselves. And I'm like, yeah, you could do this any day. Go to a park. Yeah. And people will come up and talk to you and, and you'll get the, a similar, but don't go high. Yeah. But don't like blow your load pre performance or pre contest by playing for 45 minutes and blowing your pipes to shit. Right. Yeah, exactly. Imagine how awesome you would be, how awesome you would feel, how awesome your instrument would be, and everything else if you just played a little bit every single day. Right. Just a little <laughs> bit every single day. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly correct. Uh, I mean, it, these are things I, I'm, I'm personally connected to, but, like, seriously, just a little bit. Like, I, I literally only played one march three times today. That's it. That's the only drumming I did today. But I still did it, you know? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And I've been doing this for 35 years. Yep. Like, I, do you think there's a, I mean, there's definitely a consistency. Why that is, I don't know. But as you get further along, like where you're at, because you've been doing it for so long and I've been doing it for so long, like playing is easier. Like I don't, I don't dread picking it up like I used to when I sucked, you know? So it, do you think there's some psychology that like, oh, I'm just going to fucking suck anyway. So you know, like there's some hesitation or anything like that to it. I think the psychology aspect is right. I think um, a lot of people are, they only end up playing what they have to play or they like their repertoire consists of stuff they're supposed to know. And instead of finding a way to include just a couple of things that are self-serving, if for no other reason than you like playing them, they don't need to be something you're going to perform or solo with or whatever. Right. But like, Having something you're I matched the bell to the audio of the fart. I didn't hear it, but that was. <laughs> you know, if you're a little personally invested, you'll you'll probably do it, even if you only pick up and noodle that tune. At least you played today instead of not. You played something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, I think I mean, and for pipers, I think that you have you have two barriers to entry that make you like not want to play. You either know you haven't practiced enough, or you know you haven't done good maintenance. Or yeah, it's gonna be physically difficult to do it. Yeah, like I, like you know you haven't you know you haven't maintained the instrument, or you know you haven't maintained the the tunes basically, and so that gives you like this internal dread of like ah oh, this is gonna be hard because my sh- my shit's all shit. Yeah, and I get that. I felt it, especially if I take a break. And I come back and like my fingers kind of like stuck in mud a little bit before oh, it takes dude, time to warm yeah. up a little bit. I'm like oh, I just I just know I'm gonna deal with that, but it's. It's acceptance of these these things. Even the, the sooner low, you're accepted, the better I feel. Yeah, good. like even the low level shit. Like I I took the first. I took six months fucking off mm-hmm. when Rona happened, and it was a combination of just like not meeting with people, not getting gigs, not doing stuff like that. Like you know, just being fucking generally goddamn depressed because mm-hmm. I was unemployed and had no reason to live. Right. And like, you know, I'm just now getting back to like a baseline of pretty okay. And every time I pick up my instrument and play it, I enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Even though it's still in shambles, I still enjoy playing it. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> I well, still enjoy the sound it makes. Well, for, 
I'm curious, like for Pipers, there is the dread of the physicality of the maintenance part of it. Also, there's the fingers practice thing. But for drummers, that that's really not a thing. I mean, carrying a drum sucks, but generally you guys are playing pads most of the time anyway. Is there another aspect to it other than for a drummer than um, like the hands part of it, I guess, or the, you know? I think, uh, you know, one of the one of the things that's out there for drummers is that we are <clears throat> like it or not, we're an, we're an accompaniment instrument. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if a drummer doesn't like have a, a tune to play for or a score to play with a tune or whatever, they're less likely to know what to do on a day to day basis when they just pick up their sticks to noodle around. Like the idea of just extemporaneously playing is not in most drummers wheelhouse like and, and i get that that's i understand that but yeah i think some of it comes down to just not having anything specific or non-specific something that they can just do that's more personal or whatever mm-hmm. and and uh you know then there's this whole like oh well where am i gonna find a score where you know how am i gonna learn this score oh i don't even know the scores i'm supposed to know and so it creates these weird burdens um, and that's kind of where I came up with finding the five was like, here's a couple of patterns that you can repeat every day. Did you see that segue? He mm-hmm. did a great job great. segueing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why can't you I segue like that? <laughs> you know, um, but that's it. Like I just, I thought, okay, hey, hey drummers, here are five basic skills we all need to be better at. And here's five incremental exercises over the course of five weeks that we're going to do five days a week, um, literally in order to have something to do. You don't need to play a score. You don't need to be thinking about whether or not this is in unison or the correct tempo or some other thing. You can just think about whether or not you're playing drums well and if this is the pattern you're supposed to be playing and try and get better tomorrow. Right, yeah. So I I feel like we're on a very good thread here. I also realize that we're 40 minutes in and we've done none of the news and updates. Yeah, we should ju- get at so least let through me, quick some of it. Let me just burn through it real <laughs> quick and we'll get back to this. Um, all right, we, we already talked about the mini band recording. The Kids with Chan- Kids with Cancer charity event, the worst named and worst graphically designed <laughs> event in all of time. <laughs> Did you see my post on their thing today? Or yeah, the other? Oh thing. my god, I'm, so gonna, I, I'm gonna make them a banner because <laughs> their banner is horrible. So I said something to them. I said, uh, you know, they put it in an advertisement. I said, uh, I will go, but only if you change the fucking name of this goddamn. Only thing. if you change the name, and only <laughs> if you don't. Only if you don't make your graphics in MS Paint. So I here here's my donation to the kids with cancer charity event. Oh, I'm no. going You're to gonna redo their I'm gonna redo their branding and just send it to them. Can you change the name as well? No, no. I'll just I'll <laughs> give them an editable file. Okay. Uh, the December patron raffle. So for those of you who do not know, uh, if you are a patron of the Channeram podcast, every month, once a month, we raffle off a free piece of merch to a member and Yahoo! Do we do we have our person, Fusco? We do have our person. Do you want to know who it is? Uh, Let's I, have oh, Cobra do a drum roll. He's the drummer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drum, you want to do a drum roll there, Cobes? Do it with your hands. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and this month's winner is... Sue Kennedy. Yay! Sue. Do you right. know Sue? Yeah, she came to the one of the happy hours that I sat in on for the dojo. She's been you. in a couple, yeah. yeah. She's a student of the dojo. Ugh. Oh, there's that's for you, Sue. Christ, would you but stop congratulations. Your pants? Uh, you get to win a T-shirt. So if yep. you just let me know, I'll talk to her because I yeah, see yeah, yeah. So uh, you've won a free shirt from the Chanarant store. Pick one you like. Email us Chanarant at gmail.com and we will ship it to you. Good job. Thanks for being a patron. Cover, you've been a patron for a while. You've never won anything, have you? 
or no, well, someday. Well, <laughs> well, we do make it impossible it's for bound anyone to happen to, eventually. Yeah, because nobody do, can win twice. I cross them off the list, so nobody can win twice. But it's it's, it's coming, man. It's bound to happen. <laughs> so, um, I'm just happy to support the program. There you oh, go. Thank course. you, man. Appreciate that. Uh, the other thing I have here is some recent internet trolling. Oh yeah. Uh, cool. So you finally broke down and trolled the snake charmer Piper. I did. I couldn't. I couldn't take it anymore. Do you want to tell us about your journey? I do. Uh, I've never trolled anybody on the internet ever in my life. I've never made a negative comment towards anybody. Facebook is toxic, publicly. and we all avoid it. Uh, but I just couldn't do it anymore. And she put out a post a couple days ago saying something like, "And it, her holding a set of pipes in this super sexy Santa outfit or something or other." And she said, uh, hey, I'm thinking about doing a Christmas EP or something or other. Bagpipe tunes on Christmas tunes. I'm like, and I just, I was thinking, oh, please don't. <laughs> All I can think of was, we, the last thing we need is that right now. Um, 2020 has been hard enough. has been hard. So I was like, how mean should I be? So I just wrote, very simple, please don't. And posted it on her thing, and then I put angry, you know, click the angry button. And I posted it to all the six. The hashtag all of the six Facebook group. By the way, join that. It's it's a lot of fun. It's very gross. Yeah, we're gonna have to make that private. So. I I just did that today because because <laughs> I'm like, all right, we got to make this private. This is getting real ugly in here. It's getting out of hand. <laughs> but anyway, so then, unf- well, I, I didn't do that do it for this purpose. But a whole bunch of people started like, well, a whole bunch of people, a few people started Start posting, ganging, out, yeah. ganging up on her and started posting shit to her to the same post. Um, and <laughs> starting to call for action. Everybody's like, let's everybody, everybody post her. Like I well, all the, <laughs> all the villagers start showing up with fucking pitchforks. With pitchforks yeah. I'm like, no, that's not really what I intended. I don't really care that much, but it's, she just annoys me and I'm tired of it. And what was funny though, one of the funniest things I think was Eric Evanhouse that said this was there were so many comments about, yeah, do it, do it, do it. All these fucking old men, bagpipe guys. Like and Eric said something like, "Man, there sure are a lot of thirsty dudes on this post, <laughs> or something like that." I'm like, "Yeah, man, that's how she's. That's why she's fucking popular. She, please don't do this anymore. I'm tired of this nonsense." Um, Dude, are you kidding me? I want to hire this chick. I think we should. Get I want to hire her to do the marketing for the Chan Ram podcast. I want to hire. She's whoever obviously she, whoever her marketing person. She's a fucking is. marketing genius. All right. No, I mean, she's a pretty face. She's got somebody behind her. Yeah, well, I don't care. <laughs> I don't, either way, I don't, I, all I want is results. <laughs> Contact her and see who her marketing person is, because uh, she's not taking her own pictures. There's somebody's behind this, you know, and I'm just uh, Jesus Christ. I'm over it. So, but can you imagine anything worse than an electric bagpipe Christmas album? No. Well, no. <laughs> like I would, I have it. An electric, I uh, would snare rather, drum Christmas yeah. album. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We'll we'll we'll, we'll do a GoFundMe. Um, if 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 we can get her not to make this album, I will drag my balls through broken glass. <laughs> oh my god! Do you think she'd do it? I don't know. She man. might not do it just to see. This hey, album. guess what? Me screaming will make the same fucking noise. <laughs> oh, if I wanted to hear. Uh, electric bagpipes played against karaoke tracks. <laughs> Dude, I got a Casio keyboard right up there. We can let's, do this. Let's yeah. do it. Break out the Casio. <laughs> we'll... <laughs> oh, God. It'll be freaking great. Uh, okay. So, yeah, that sucks. Uh, I want to plug the rant email. If you're not getting the rant email, then you suck. It's got some good banter. Uh, we share some stories. We do. Currently, we're doing Josh's YouTube clip of the week, and it's usually something good. What did you uh, pick this week? I picked Ross Miller's Trad Awards 
performance, which was really good. Is that the one? Shit, I might have seen it. He's on stage with another yeah, couple other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a killer video. It, it, what's what I love about that one? I, we may have talked about this before. Is isn't he like he's really dude? He's, he's jazzy. Yeah, he's goofing Ross it up is, a bit. Ross is jazzy, which I never knew that about him that he's so goofy. He's got he's got personality. Yeah. Well, we hadn't hung up on him when he was on the show. <laughs> We, we got to have him back. Yeah, we would have learned a lot more. Um, speaking of the rant, one of the plugs we have in there is you can get $1 off your Dojo Premium Test Drive. Not $1 How is what, your $1 Premium? Fusco, you right. work for the Dojo. You, <laughs> you pitch us. Why yeah. should people... Yeah, here's a great deal. $1 off. <laughs> why should people go to the Dojo? Go. Okay. W- one of the most recent reasons is our Sunday sessions. They're absolutely phenomenal. Uh, we recently had Chris Gray on. Who has you don't know who that is? But who the fuck is Chris Gray? He asks for the entire audience. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't actually know who he was until about six months. Thanks to Rona and everybody being stuck at home, I've searched a lot of stuff on YouTube. And uh, this guy, uh, I believe he goes to the conservatory, uh, but he knows he does a lot of stuff with arranging P rock with other instruments and vocalists and piano. He put out this video six months ago where he's playing piano and this girl is singing this P-Brock I, I, off the top of my head I don't remember what it was but it's absolutely phenomenal um, and he just does a lot of stuff like that he's a piper and he was just teaching this last Sunday about playing bagpipes with other instruments so anyway these Sunday sessions have been really successful about every two weeks they have some significant person we've had Stuart Little Willie McCallum uh, uh, Ken Eller uh, let me know when you get to a significant person <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of people uh, teaching things on a Sunday and that's been really cool so and you get this as part of your uh, that was just me squeaking on a chair that wasn't a fart so um, but anyway, you get these things as part of your membership. To it's the quality content you get at the Channel Ram Podcast. <laughs> which thing is a chair? Which thing is a fart? <laughs> We're going to play a game. Hoinicky, was that a fart or was that the chair? <laughs> Speaking of Stuart Little, um, we posted to the Patreon channel uh, the second part of our interview with Stu, which is a little more low-key, a little... It's, it's interesting. It's good It's good banter. Anybody... Did you hear that, Hoinicky? I haven't yet. I didn't okay. see it come out. I th- was that? I think I was, was. Was that after the stream, or was that like kind of the back end of the stream? It, uh, it would have been. You would have been able to hear it if you were on the stream at the time. Yeah, because I, I was on for most of that. That. Show. Oh, okay. I'm on most of the streams as most of my fellow patrons know. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, yeah. No, I believe that was the incredibly drunken part of that, which probably got repetitive. I don't know how your editing went. Uh, no, I thought actually it turned out. Yeah, it, it you you weren't as bad as you thought. I never know because I'm blacked out. I, I mostly let know. you. I mostly <laughs> let you take the lead because you were nerding out, and I was just like doing administrative work on the side. So right, yeah, yeah no, it worked yeah, out yeah. great. No, it was fun. Um, but yeah, uh, so these are the kind of benefits you get with joining the Patreon. Chris know? Anderson says, "Snake charmer simps." Simps. Simps. Oh, you're gonna have to Google that later. Okay, I will. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, what else we got? Uh, that's about it. Uh, the I want to plug the big grace note rant goes up to the line with the pod band Lady Piper's podcast, which is uh, a week from today. Is it really? It's, yep. That's coming up fast. And we do have confirmation that people are going to show up. We've asked them two or three times. I mean, by have? the time this episode comes out, uh, that this will have already happened. Well, that's true. That's good. Well, yeah. Uh, Mark, (laughs) behind like four episodes. Mark your calendars, people. Uh, 1212 at 1300 PST will be the big grace note rant goes up to the line with the pod band Lady Piper's podcast. Holy shit. See, I did it in one run that That time. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was good. See, I got a a voice made for radio. (laughs) 
I'm very excited about that. I can't wait to black out and uh, sing It's going to be really fun. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very excited. Um, if, if anyone was around for the original Big Grace Note rant, this will be way more of a shit show. It should be because we have twice as many people. We yeah, got we, all these like, females are going to be on there. We're going to have like nine people <laughs> from four different podcasts. Do you think we're going to be able to control ourselves and be gentlemen? I am always a gentleman. You're a cunt. Hey, wait a minute. What are you trying to say? <laughs> as soon as a member of the opposite sex enters the arena, you can do nothing but make jokes about them being a member of the opposite sex. <laughs> uh, yeah, I suppose. Speaking about making jokes of the opposite sex, this episode of the Chanaran Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes. Wait, no, we shouldn't. that shouldn't be our segue, right? <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> Hold on, let me try this again. Let me try this again. Um, speaking of things that fit like a glove, this episode of the Chanaran Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes. No? Yes? No? How do we feel? And then we're going to play the ad after that? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to do it live. We're okay. just going to fucking play it. I think I think uh, this is fun, though. Let's have Hoinecke read. Let's see if he does a better version of it than we do. Nobody can do a better version than I do. Come on. <laughs> I'm the king of bag. I'm the king of ad reads. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Hold on. Hold on. Let me do a new let me do a new take on this. Hold on. <clears throat> oh, what? No, not, not, that, that wasn't the bit. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Just speaking me. speaking of uh, ways to keep yourself from having a horrific showing at an online contest as the apocalypse draws on in 2021 through 2023. This episode of the Chain Ram Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, McClellan Bagpipes. Here's a word from them. This episode of the Chain Ram Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes, proudly made in North America by artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Eust, Scotland. At McClellan Bagpipes, they don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of the best-sounding and most beautiful-looking bagpipes in the world since their beginning in 1988. Over the years, McClellan Bagpipes has established a solid reputation for rich, warm, and stable tone, created with incredible craftsmanship and instruments of heirloom quality and unparalleled beauty. Head to BespokeBagpipes.com to learn more about their innovations like the new Elevation Chanter, which features a lower-pitched richness inspired by the classic top hand of older chanters and sustainable solutions like the Revelation Bagpipe, a Delrin instrument featuring bore's line with a cellulose polymer sleeve giving you the structural benefits of a Delrin instrument while maintaining a refined wood-like sound. Check out McClellan Bagpipes' diverse line of instruments and learn more about their restoration work on vintage bagpipes by visiting their website at bespokebagpipes.com. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Cool. Now we just go on with the show because right. we'll just insert that later. I heard like, that McClellan bagpipes are custom makers of the highest quality Great Highland bagpipes and channers. That is true. <laughs> Have you heard about the new Elevation Channer? 
You know, I, I did. They're like all of their bagpipes. They're crafted from the finest materials using traditional skills learned in Scotland. It, it's like mind boggling how great these bespoke pipes are. They are bespoke. That is they, for sure. they keep they keep using that word bespoke. I don't think they know what it means. <laughs> I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> hey, they're handmade by Roddy McClellan himself. And I I'll tell you what. I tell you what. If you if you measure from my armpit to my elbow and then send me a bag based on that, I'll consider it bespoke bagpipes. Well, he doesn't make the bags. He just makes the drones. I'm just saying, bespoke means like tailored. True. Maybe the pipes are tailored. I can attest that Roddy is a pretty decent bass drummer because I spent an afternoon teaching him. Wait, what? Why is this? Yeah. Well, because he wants uh, to try to get on that McClellan advertising train. <laughs> Don't, stop, stop trying to steal steal our... Th- Dude, do you have Look, any idea? We lose McClellan, this light goes off. Yeah. We can't lose McClellan, baby. He's paying for this light. McClellan keeps the light on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take that rab yeah in g1 yeah get fucked <laughs> uh hey hey uh hold on you, i do have a question you guys you guys want to know why it? we don't have a g1 read sponsorship yeah because we like good reads <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus how many times have you ever noticed how much we trash that guy just for the fun of it and he's never he's never well, actually, he's never been on the show, so I guess maybe this is not a good argument. But <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's just never gotten angry. Yes, yeah. at least he's just sitting in the corner, you know, making reads out of coffins he dug up and saying, <laughs> "Well, they're right when they're right," you know. He's too busy making it rain. He's like, "I ain't got time for those guys. I got that sweet, sweet read money, baby." Ching ching. <laughs> How did G One go from unknown to probably the most well known? It's hard to say, but well-known, popular Reed and Channer in the world in four, eight, seven Extortion. years. Five years, seven years. I mean, it, it can't hurt having uh, Inverary playing them. Right, right. I mean, because they definitely do. But I mean, also uh, having a band, uh, you know, like as good as City of Chicago uh, playing all your products, also, you know, probably doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Under no duress whatsoever, I've been asked to read this statement. Inverary definitely plays G1 reads. <laughs> like totally, like totally 100%. It's not the chanter, it's the read, and the reads definitely aren't Chesney's. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, hey, I don't know. Either your signature is going to be on that paper or... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know. Hey, the truth. The, the truth. law. The laws are pretty strict. What are they going to do? Shillelagh me? <laughs> <laughs> oh well. What are you going to do? So hey, hey. If you want to set the record straight, uh, chainran at gmail dot com, bro. Yeah. Hey, you, we, we'll get a second light. It'll be our G one light right here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it. It'll be there every show, buddy. Um, fucking Jock Elliott, man. Give me a call. So before uh, we had to go to news and updates and also the ad break, we were we were talking a little bit about culture. We were talking about um, what makes you want to fuck to save your own species when it comes to just showing up with all of your clothes, which is the base level of being in a band, in my opinion. <laughs> like, 
all musical <laughs> can I say intricacies all musical intricacies aside if you could show up with all of your fucking clothes that would be dope can I add one more little thing onto that happily just the cherry on top so we gave him the drummer's t-shirts the one guy the same guy that had all these issues he was <laughs> he put his stuff on he still looked like a like a bag of dicks <laughs> and I said to him at one point I was like god I hope he doesn't listen to the show he won't but I said uh, could you tuck in your shirt at least he's like Jeez, you're so you're so specific. About, I'm like, it's a dude, pipe band, dude. I'm like, dude, how do you not know this about me at this point? I've given you shit for a year now about looking good. Like that matters to me. <laughs> like I'd use this as a surprise to you. It's it's literally called a uniform, not a wear what you want. <laughs> I was absolutely thinking that. Like, how do we look look like a bag of assholes as much as you want in your free time? Right. Which. You I've think spent, some people want to look months. I've spent eight months in sweatpants. Listen, like, I, get, I get it. You're married with kids, and it doesn't matter anymore. But like, just how do how do you not want to look decent on a daily basis? I, I don't know. I don't Fusco, know. Fusco, you're <laughs> singling out this human, and maybe they're just having a bad day. No, you know this person. This is this is oh, their you, life. Now you're trying to get me to single out the same person, and it's not going to work. No, I'm not trying to trash the guy. He, he is who he is. Like I'm not making this up. So why is it that drummers are shite? Uh, Cobra. <laughs> it was his partner shite? No, no, that guy, that guy's he's on it. He's like well, any any. He changed, asked me like seven times. And like, he what changed his shirt in front of everyone, which I appreciate. Well, yeah, that was nice. But like, what's funny about the other guy is like he texted Hansen's me like fella. He texted me like three times like. What shirt should I wear? What shirt should I wear? What shirt should I wear? I'm like, man, I'll get back to you because I still don't know. I'm like, I'm trying to sort it out. But I appreciate that he was like some, super on it. <laughs> some people want to do it right. And also, yeah. And he's married too and he doesn't have to care. And he obviously doesn't care. But he's like, I want to do this right. Dude, I texted you today even though we would talked about it the day before. Because I was like, hey, what's the update? I still didn't know because I was trying to get a hold yeah. of the guy like, that has all you, shit. I texted you at like 11 <laughs> and I was like, hey, uh... Just, you know, what's, you know, I've got multiple options ready to go. Like if you need, because I thought I was going to have to go to the store. Right. Yeah. I literally thought I was going to have to go to the store and get fucking polos for everybody. That, that would have worked too. <laughs> but we would have had the wrong hose, wrong shoes, wrong flashes anyway. So it wouldn't, we wouldn't went through all that trouble for nothing. I and was, I already did. Yeah, why, why two of us do Yeah, that? but I'm the pipe sergeant. My job is to just be at, on call. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it's like. Soon to be, soon to be ex vice president. By the way, that's correct. Can we talk about this a little bit? I don't know. Is this part of the process? Uh, yeah. The well, I mean, you know, uh, Cobra. Cobra. Is, I'm always interested in his opinion because he's been in pipe band leadership for a very long time. When was the last time you were in a band where you weren't on the board or a, a drum sergeant or like a senior member? <clears throat> uh, my well. Yeah, my most recent guest uh, run with L.A., so like 2011 through 14. So we're counting L.A. as a band. That does change my timeline. Wait, what? To do what? Sorry, I had to get my shot in. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so uh, I had the conversation with Fusco recently. We have our AGM. Oh, yeah. coming. Out. It's that time of year where bands are having their AGMs, kids. It's the most... It's the most wonderful time, <laughs> especially if you're on the oh, way out, yeah. <laughs> if, especially if you're quitting. If you if you got to do this alone next year, guess what? I'm not quitting. I have done my term. I've served. It's time for somebody else to do it. Do it half-assed. Yeah, exactly. It's not a hard job by any means. <laughs> no, it's not. And yet, no one has volunteered. <laughs> not a soul. Which I think is interesting. 
So, uh, Cobra, do you serve on the board of your band right now? Uh, I do not. Uh, but we have a sort of a unique setup. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, so are you willing I, to talk about that unique setup? I mean, I is can that... talk about it to a certain extent. It exists. I mean, if somebody wanted to file a freedom of information, uh, you know, about the band as a 501c3, it would be right there in black and white. Well, I mean, as yeah, long as it's all most, legal. Yeah, all the bands are 501c3s. My interest is... But his, we've, his we've is been, very different, though. Well, well, that's okay. He doesn't have to elaborate on his. If, uh, I can ask him about ours. Because we've been working over the past few years to try to make it so that the people who are the board members aren't necessarily don't necessarily have to be a band member. Correct. We we changed that a little bit while Cuz we've been trying to get some administrators in mm-hmm. so that we can focus on music. Does that sum up your vision? Yes. And also to eliminate beginnerish type people being on the board because we were desperate for anybody to do it. Yeah. Cause I mean, we did run into a situation and while people served really, you know, they served to their fucking best capability. The fact that they were on the board affected their musical correct progression, and we were which was to, a problem, especially with that. students. Yeah. We wanted to eliminate that. Yeah. So we're trying to potentially move to like a 50% or eventually one day, maybe a hundred percent board. That's board not, that's not band members. That's not. That's actually players. what, I don't know if you realize this or not. That's very like old world sort of Scottish pipe band. Like they have people whose job is to make sure that the band as a entity is financially healthy and, you know, following true to its mission and all that kind of stuff. Um, And I know that some of the, some of the other bands out there, like even uh, it's very clear if you go to Simon Fraser uh, pipe band, SFU, PB, blah, 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 blah. It talks about the SFU Society, which is the which is their actual organization. The band is a manifestation of that society. It's just fucking genius. Yeah. Um, I don't... I don't necessarily... Uh, it has not been my experience that that's a, a path that I've, I've been in uh, effectively. I've been in organizations where that approach has been a detriment i've been in organizations that have had stuff on paper and never uh you know actually followed it uh including that other band we talked about a second ago uh who who has a structure that doesn't really matter because one person is actually in charge um well we were like that for a while i feel like i mean there, were, there was a long time in the early days of the band that shall not be named where it was really only one person doing everything. Right. And then after that person left, we had to kind of like build... Well, I didn't have to do shit. You were made pipe major and you had to build out some structure at least And because I was in a fucking 400 miles away. <laughs> right. I think it boils down to deciding what you need done and how many people need to be involved to do that. Like, what is the lowest possible number of people to do the things that need to be done? Well, and we run... Identify people to do that and start there. And eventually, when someone decides they don't want to do that thing anymore, try and find somebody else to do that thing. I think the, the concept of, you know, president, vice president, secretary, nominal titles, I, I personally, me personally, not speaking for any other organization, find that ridiculously obsolete but it's the law so we have to have it correct 
So like in my band, our pipe major and our president are the same person. Right. Currently, uh, one of the other direct, <laughs> one of the other. No, I mean that's. No, I'm saying currently we have the exact same thing. That's the same thing. Yeah. Here. Well, and like our VP, who is VP on paper, is one of the co-founders of the band. He also happens to be the director of our development band uh, at the moment. Um, And our secretary on paper is another co-founder of the band. Those positions are the only positions that exist, and they vote on each other. And that's it. Wait, wait. So so you have a president, vice president, treasurer, and that's it? Secretary, yeah. They have a four... so There's no legal requirement for a treasurer. Oh, so oh, president, vice president, so you, secretary. You don't have a treasurer. Yeah. Not no, not on paper. Our our band manager, who happens to also be the president, who happens to also be the pipe major, handles all the money. Oh, that would never fly here. Yeah. Do you guys <laughs> so, have to report your treasury, whatever, to yes. anybody to the yeah. to the yeah, members yeah, yeah. or anything we, like yeah, that? Yeah, we the band the band employs a CPA uh, on an annual basis to run our books and file our taxes and all that stuff. So everything's above board. Do you have to report it to your members, though? No, we don't have members. Right, so this is what's uh, interesting. Yes, that's different. <clears throat> so there tell us members. about how this part works, because this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, it, it was a it was a thing when the band was founded. Um, What's well, also scale? Well, let, let me explain, yeah. and then we'll. Yeah, it was it was just it was a it was a, a very sort of I don't know, call it cunning or call it intelligent, maybe a little bit of both. Um, that our one of our one of our founders, who is an attorney, uh, did a bunch of research and found that the minimum size of an organization in Illinois is three, because you have to have three people in those officer positions. Right. Okay. And so when so when the Articles of Incorporation or bylaws, or I, I'm not really sure the terminology, um, when when everything was drafted, the founding documents that are required by law to exist, uh, when they were drafted, it was set up in such a way that. Uh, pipers and drummers within the band are beneficiaries of the existence of the band, but there's no vote within that existence. Oh my God. They're, they're indentured. What a loophole. Well, look, it's in the, it's in the interest, it's in the interest of the success of the band for the people who hold the, the power on paper to serve the better good of everyone and everything involved. But it also keeps decision making and stuff like that really tidy because as long as as long as the people who are in the leadership position um are continuing to do that for the betterment of the band, then that's it. And you know, we ask people all the time like what do you think? We just we don't have to have a full band AGM because none of them are voting members, you know. So then I'm not, I'm not even a voting member. I'm, I'm the leading drummer of the band. I'm not an officer. I'm not a board member. I'm, I'm literally just a director level music leader who happens to also be heavily involved in our logistics and stuff like that. So, uh, hold on. There's so many, so many thoughts. Well, I I would say (laughs) that works. That works. I, I love, I love taking the people out of it. Well, it works if you have the numbers. I don't think it matters. I don't I think, think the it does. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. The, I don't think the numbers really. Because like, keep in mind, I think a lot keep, of it is, like, okay, let's say, down, well, hold on, let me start. Let's let's say we hire a CPA tomorrow. How? I'm not, we don't, I'm not saying that. I'm talking. He, we're talking taking the band level players out of the mix, and that's what that's what that's what he's talking about. Well, uh, we 
I'm not going to say me because I'm not a board member, but I'm part of musical leadership. So I'm part of the band's sort of um, status quo management, right? right. Essentially. Um, and, and as such, I and the other board members who are board members, um, our goal is the best interest and the promotion of the organization. So we can't make decisions to the detriment of the organization, right? Uh, so we have to take on their information. We have to ask them questions and make sure that we're, you know, if we decide to go to Scotland, we can't say, okay, we're going, by the way, by your flights. We need to make sure that everybody's cool with that, right? Before we do something like that. But we don't need to have a big discussion and a decision as to whether that's a, a good use of the band's money. We just have to make sure that all of the band members who would be part of that are on board with it. Okay. So it's like a, I mean, it's, it's a benevolent, uh, aristocracy of sorts, you know, but, uh, or oligarchy or something like that. But, uh, it, it, it's the kind of organization that a lot of those of us who are in leadership in the band, whether we're board members or officers at large or whatever, we all grew up in an organization that was an absolute totalitarian, uh, dictatorship. One person was in charge. And if you didn't like that, join another band. Right. And we saw that that worked, but needed tempering and modernization. So the current iteration is a tempered modern version of people who know what they're doing are in charge and everyone has a say, like everyone, every, anybody can come pull me aside and say, Hey, I'm not really comfortable with this thing we're doing. And we'll, we'll have a very open, transparent conversation about that. You know, um, we, we don't serve at their leisure, but we do serve them. You know, without them, there is no band. Chiefs and Indians, right? Not to use politically incorrect terms, but like, you can't have a, a, a kitchen full of chefs without a bunch of line cooks and dishwashers. It just doesn't matter, right? So although we are structured a certain way on paper and we function a certain way, it is the responsibility falls to those of us who accepted the mantle of leadership to, to serve the people in the band right? and do what's best for the organization and its member and its playing members at the same time. It's, in, it's interesting. It's different. Well, it's, it's different than different. I have, I haven't seen another organization like that. And a lot of people go, huh? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how to do that. And I, I think a lot of it is because a lot of groups already exist. And so con, like transforming into the kind of organization that we are is, is hard. It also <laughs> relies on a lot of good intention. Absolutely. Correct. But it also, well, so I don't know how much you're willing to talk about this, but this was also inspired by past discrepancies. I don't know the right word to say this. Um, because is this a road I can go down or no? So at some point you guys used to be sort of a little more our style, I guess a little more typical style of every, like most bands. And Uh, then something happened. Another band was like, right, right, right. The previous iteration of what became the city of Chicago pipe band. Right. Uh, The the band that a lot of us used to be a member of. Right. So then something happened you know, some people had some disagreements. There was a, an attempted coup. And oh no, no, no! That's that. So you're 
that's a fast forward 12 years. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you, yeah. do you want to take us through this then? So a bunch of us who founded the city of Chicago pipe band, uh, were previously members of another band that no longer exists. The structure of that band was not set up to do the things that they said they wanted to do and that they were telling people that they wanted to pursue while recruiting us. And so when we tripled the size of the band in a year and a half, their infrastructure was not adequate or aligned with that goal. Mm -hmm. And so it got hot real fast. And unfortunately, meaning like like people disagreeing again, some really, really ugly emails and conversations and stuff, really disgustingly ugly stuff. Um, and, and look, facts are facts. Like, this is this is literally we're talking about uh, 17 years ago. Uh, I was a lot younger. My my comrades were a lot younger and people were in a different position. And some of it was that. Um, but in the end, we we wanted the, we wanted what we had been sold and that it wasn't going to happen there. And that just simply became apparent. So we moved on, uh, which was the causality of the forming of the city of Chicago pipe band and why the organization was founded the way that it was with limited leadership opportunity. There's a direct causality between what couldn't happen in that band and what we wanted to do. Okay. Well, I would say, you know, when we talk about, when we talk about our structure, uh, one of the luxuries we don't really seem to have is a lot of engaged membership. Like if we had twenty people who were all super engaged, I may be more worried about the leadership structure and you know a a, a maligned few trying to dictate the the way the whole goes. But honestly, at this point, we just want we just want people who give a shit about the org. <clears throat> okay, so there's a couple things there. Yes, I agree. We do have a general lack of engagement spiritually emotionally <laughs> whatever however time wise <laughs> however we have we've dealt with this issue many a time and i remember i've been th- I, I thought about this from like when i when i was made pipe major so many years ago long before i was president because i'd never been until this past year but ultimately in the end the pipe major more or less calls the shots just from like an overall traditional whatever that, that's just kind of standard the way it goes with some bored people helping to t- more steer. or less fund, yeah. fund and steer the backside of this thing, more or less. So we, we do deal with some lack of engagement, but part of it too is that like when you're running, when you're trying to organize a nonprofit that has to raise money somehow, usually through gigs, like most bands do. Some do Preferably other things. Preferably through performing. Hopefully yeah. through performing. Not always, but hopefully. That we'd run into a lack, I don't know, um, I guess a, a a lack of time on one person to do it all, right? But also the fact that we've we've dealt with this, and you have been in and out. But like, where people like <laughs> we've had people that wanted to take over for the wrong reasons. Oh yeah, over oh, I, I distinctly remember. Yeah, there's been a lot of that. It's been very not like that for years now. But there was a time when it was highly contentious over. And there were some things, I'm sure, I don't know how much you're willing to go into it, but there's things that happened with his band as well that did that. But, so, 
I, I remember being advised way back when by somebody that was like, you know, like dissolve the nonprofit, create your own thing and just run the fucking thing. Don't let anybody else involved and just, but he came from the old school Scottish tradition of there's one guy and that's it. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's true. But like, that's, that's not how America works. Well, it's it's also, a, people have a different mentality here. It's, it's a little also too different. much for one person. And also there's assuming, too much to do. assuming you want to do it on profit, there's a whole other thing. Well, the nonprofit, there's certain rules, yeah, but yeah. like they've, figured out a yeah, way there's a, yeah there's a legality of having multiple people and that's what um, i always said to him well and, I, and I that changes probably, depending on the state absolutely and, well and that's exactly it like all of what we have is predicated on the laws and requirements of the state of illinois and our, i don't think our laws are all that different i mean essentially what do we have now we have got one two well, here, three out, would... two outsiders on our board that kind of do whatever we tell them to do they don't they're going to vote whatever we tell them. They do them a great do. job. No, 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 they do a great job. But what I mean is from like a, they don't know anything about what's going on in the No, band. but they're also, they just, they're just, their roles. Setting meetings and running the reports. They're, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but their roles aren't, like they, they didn't end up in those roles because we thought they would like check us and balance us. No. They're in no, those roles. No. And, and, and also they're not in those roles because we thought they wouldn't and we thought they'd be sycophants. The no. reason they're in those roles is because they are adept at those roles at those particular we thought they would be talented at that I don't kind need of job. I, I'm, I can't like there's no good reason to have like a snare drummer who knows nothing about non-profits. financing a non-profit organization and just because we have a vacancy let's make them the treasurer like there's just no way but that's how that's it was just, done that, that's forever a useless appointment yeah that was from the time the band was we haven't had a treasurer started in 1999 until 2006 10 probably yeah. maybe a little longer and every, that's how it was done like who every who's single, a warm body every single treasurer was a warm body they didn't Correct. know how to do the job and they were awful well, other than the last two yeah <laughs> and the last two were good yeah max and uh i'll shout them out max and uh barbara were max and excellent. babs dude like but that's one of those things but that was that was 17 years of nonsense well 15, well, 16 seven, years of nonsense it's 17 years of someone trying to figure out how to do a job they weren't qualified for correct because that you just had that's how pipe bands run like how many times have, again I don't know Hoynicke's experience but he, he tends to run and or play in organized bands there's a lot of fucking people that don't know what they're doing I mean, I mean do you remember <laughs> out there. do you remember all the treasurer reports even before even before I was on the board back when I just was involved in board things because we were working on the concert or whatever and the treasurer reports we used to rip to shreds because one you fucking used to work in finance mm-hmm. I'm like and I, I do and I do the finance for fucking my org and I'm just like no 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 this is what we need like is this <laughs> Like this, no, this ain't right. Well, and, and Fusco, you you and I were in an organization together for a while where I had to go la 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 la, la. <laughs> right, yes, and just make sure that there was a drum corps. Like literally, make sure that there was a drum corps and that the guy in charge didn't like actually beat anybody up. Correct. Uh, you know. uh, he's just a he's just <laughs> a wee guy. He's he's pretty tall. I mean, he's, <laughs> and he's angry, but uh, he's angry, but he's not he's not. That but there bad. was a lot of questionable decisions made. But I'm like, hey, I want to play in a in a band. I want to learn something, so I'll just put up with it, dude. <laughs> if nothing else, that band uh, gave me some very good friends, and I wasn't even playing in it. No, yeah, there's some great people. I got there. I got invited and had to deny because he's like, all right, all I need to do is like buy sixteen hundred dollars of shit, and I'm like. I'm 16. <laughs> like, I, I just bought a car. I have no money. Tell you what, including including our most recent Patreon, uh, Matt Biggs, who all, uh, also played in that band. 
thanks for joining, Matt. Speaking of which, have we ever had have we ever had Daryl on the show? Yes, we have. Ah, oh, yeah, I, I miss that guy. He was he was well, he was supposed to be here for Thanksgiving. He didn't call me, but he was supposed to be here. He has family that lives here. I don't know if you. But yeah, know. I think there's a whole. I don't you know. Should have Timbo on. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine that fucking guy? Oh my god! <laughs> Let's just get him talking about conspiracy theories and shit. Holy shit! <laughs> we can do a whole. We can do a whole other podcast. <laughs> Tim was on, on our hundredth anniversary episode playing the pipes when we were too drunk to oh, fucking that's right. he was to move. He was yeah. Like, yeah. He drove out from California just to see this fucking nonsense live. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, and by by no means do we have to stop. Um, but I am curious. So we've kind of we've kind of come into crossroads on this like weird administration topic we fell into. Yeah. This this was not at all what was intended <laughs> but it, i do find it interesting it's super interesting and we can keep going but here's here's where i'd like to potentially tie a bow in one way or another so we have these dichotomies of pipe bands should be organizations either run by one person who's a pipe band person or you know in our case what the thing we run into is most pipe bands in the United States are nonprofits that may be better run by nonprofit people. And and excluding excluding all the extenuating circumstances, which is like, will your will your members actually show up to do a job? Nobody's volunteered to be fucking vice president, by the way. No. Uh, you know, so you have apathy. You have to deal with apathy, you have to deal with uh, skill sets. I'm interested to know is there is there a way that we think is better, or is everything different? Um, starting starting with Cobra, because you know, let's talk about okay, uh, just a benevolent aristocracy. Do you have a direct question? He looks confused. <laughs> is, is 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 a benevolent dictatorship good? Cobra, go. A benevolent, benevolent aristocracy. Uh, what did you say? Look, look, I said aristocracy. I, <laughs> Is that a word? No, aristocracy. <laughs> I was just fucking okay. with you. <laughs> like, wait, I what? It, I think it works. I think it works for us just because we have people who have the level of experience we have. We have global, like, we have people who've played globally, who played in multiple bands and blah, 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 blah. It works for us because it works for us. I'm not here to say that it's going to work for anybody else or is the best way. Like, I'm also not here to shit on the way that other people run their bands. I've seen I've seen the, the quote-unquote democratic way work better in some places than others, you know? Like, it didn't work in our previous organization, but I've seen other bands that are fine and have always had that, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know if there is a perfect world. I think if everybody's in it for the right reasons and somehow there's money to do shit, then it's fine. But you need to find what that is. And some of it has to go with why you exist as a band. If you know why you exist as a band and what your purpose is, it'll help define some of that other stuff. Yeah. So my thoughts are these. A couple things about that. One, I've been in lots, well, a couple different organizations. Like he, he referred to the organization that him and I were, how we really met back then, where one person was the god of the band like i nobody had anything to do with anything their their last name was literally in the band <laughs> yeah it was not a benevolent dictatorship it was a dictator it was 100 percent, and it was like he this was is very what's... benevolent but it was he was yeah he was a wonderful really nice guy but yeah. it was like no 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 this it's my way i don't give a fuck so and all honey had to deal with was like hey i just need you to provide instruments otherwise 
I will take care of my job. You do your fucking thing. Show up with instruments, and I will be where you tell me to be with a drum corps that will do this. And your new patron uh, was one of those drummers. He was, absolutely. And so we, and I would show up, and he very specifically told me exactly what to do, and I just did it because I wanted to do it. I wanted to learn. And and that's one way. The other, there's the very opposite side of that coin, which is probably more like service bandy kind of things. Street bands tend to, like, a lot of people have a lot of opinions and they want their opinions heard. And that's a very, that's a thing. I'm not saying that to be funny. Like, that is a thing. And it tends to err on the side of street bands, service bands, whatever. They tend to be that type where everybody's got. bands that are, like, long standing in the same couple of families or in the same, like, family oriented. Standing membership. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a, a bunch of us in the middle trying to, like, do something positive musically so you got like the let's take like the joe brady's of the world the waking districts of the world where like joe is a pipe bander and also insanely inefficient as a as a leader moderator get things done kind of guy whatever all of that like and and sometimes i think and and i think what chicago has going for them and Wake District has gone for them, and what we lack <laughs> is one or two people, maybe more, three, four, whatever it is, that are incredibly efficient, incredibly dedicated to that one thing. Like, Joe has no interest, and I'm just using this as an example, in anything other than his band. He's not trying to run his games. He's not trying to do anything other than promote Wake and District. That's it. And, and that's just his choice. That's what he chose to do. Like, he, he plays in sh- uh, Chicago's police band every now and again. He flies out there and helps them guys out and whatever. And he advises us. He, he's I mean, he's been a great asset to me. Like, hey, Joe's, man, what do you Joe's think about my, this? Joe's my Yoda. Him and Hoinicky, to be honest, have been great advisors. Like, between the two of them, like, hey, what do you think about this? And they'll tell me, like, what they would have done. Whatever. Those kind of things, right? Like, and he and I do, in, in, in point of fairness, he and I do that for each other. Brady and I have a fantastic connection and have for a long time. Right. And that's huge. Like you get like, but there's a little bit of luck in that and a little bit of, I don't, I don't know if I call it luck, but like you guys happen to be centered in Chicago and came together. You have this group of three that just is a three or four, whatever it is, three or four of you guys that really, yeah, probably five, like that really three, make yeah. this thing happen. And Joe's got his thing three or four of his guys that really make this thing happen, make it successful. You know, maybe the Ellie Scott's have their thing or whoever it is. Like there's various groups and there's a lot of groups that flounder and we've kind of struggled on that floundering. Well, when was the last time time. you had more than one person? I'm not just talking about me. Like even when I was in Reno, you had one person helping you. It was me and one other person. Yes. Yeah. It was almost always been me and one other person, which and this is my argument is like sometimes you need three or four instead of one or two. You know what I mean? <laughs> and where you want to keep it tight, but you still need, you still need to get things done. And there's only, and everybody does a day job. So you got to split duties somehow, you know? So, and this is where we, and why we headed down the road of non playing members being on the board so we can get things done without having to like them also learn music. And now I, now I have to have a father, father, uh, child relationship as a teacher versus student. And then they're on the board and now they're fucking like, now they're asking me questions like that. Don't, that don't work. (laughs) Like 
guess what? That ain't happened. You know, well, like there's, well, it doesn't you, work. You didn't have way. the opportunity to say because I said so. Well, yes. Well, I, I no, probably I, did, that I, was that was the thing. Like you didn't have the opportunity. <laughs> no, to be I, like, I probably no, did beforehand. I, but now suddenly they yeah, have clout, and that because I remember, and they still don't know what they're talking. I about. remember like when we when we, you know, when I got on the board and then we got you to be the president. It was just like, dude, we just have to get shit done. This is not personal against anyone. The people who right. had the jobs didn't want the jobs anymore. We just had to like get a two year period of pushing the shit through the pipe. Right. And that was before <laughs> we knew about Rona and all the shit we're going to have to deal with that. Right. It's like, we just need, we just need some time for you guys to focus on playing music because the thing that you were spending all your time on, isn't that fucking hard? Which, um, which, being the president or the vice president of a nonprofit is not that fucking hard. Well, especially hard. vice president. But. Like, it's not that hard. Just get people to help you. Like, I mean, we had, what, four flawless board meetings? Well, soon to be four flawless board meetings. Yeah, very quick. We got them done under time. and It's just experience, though. I mean, that's the thing at the end of the day. It's experience. I don't want to discount the past because I think people did a good job. But what happened was... We well, had we're people still, in positions. Yeah, we're we, still building on things other people helped. Correct. But I think sometimes what happens is, hey, I do this in my real life, and I'm pretty good at this, so I'm just going to be successful, so I'll focus on this. And they were pretty good at that, like being efficient at coming up with, like organizing the concert or whatever it was, like being a president, whatever it was. But then the music goes by the wayside, and, and ultimately, isn't that really why we're here? Like... I, in the end, I really care about that. Doesn't like, matter how many people show up to the concert if it's bad. Right. Correct. It's especially, it's almost, it's worse. <laughs> the more people show up and it's bad, like that's worse. Right? So what I really want you to do is focus on being a good student and or piper and or student, whatever. Musician. Musician. And take that away from those student level players which is what we've always relied on which is in my opinion the biggest mistake we've ever made but we didn't have a lot of options we had no options and I understand and I sure 70% of bands are dealing with that yeah I mean you have no other options you got 12 people in your band you need 7 people on a board because of fucking goddamn (laughs) ridiculous laws we only need (laughs) 4 whatever 4 plus well yeah (laughs) 4 that's still that's still almost half the band that's over half the bands on the board (laughs) Right, it's ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this has been incredibly interesting. I'm not saying that we have to log off, but we do have to give a nice, tidy end for what will be Fusco's edit because Cobra's levels are so low, and I don't want to deal with that. Dude, uh, I can fix that. So let's go round robin. I'm going to do final thoughts starting with Fusco, going to Cobra, and then me. Oh, I thought we were just did final thoughts, but okay. <laughs> I say get uh, recruit good talent, good management talent. That's incredibly important. Um, hopefully, there are people that like a Joe Brady type that knows how to play pipes as and understands the piping world. But if you don't, fill positions that you don't need to know that kind of thing. You can't you can't be the president. Like the person in charge, got to know something about pipe bands. Just gotta. Uh, but the treasurer and the secretary don't. They just need to, they just need run meetings and run reports and do it well. You know what I mean? The vice president could be somebody useless, as useless as Josh. <laughs> as useless as me, or a rock <laughs> with a face drawn on. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's kind of my thoughts. Throw yeah. it to Cobes. Yeah, Cobes, what do you think? Know what kind of band you are. 
like distill that as best as you possibly can find the fewest number of people who are willing to commit to that and forge ahead move forward always move forward as simple as possible it doesn't have to be hard it doesn't have to be complicated complication is something that people add figure out who you are what you are why you are and pursue that at all costs that is what will actually end up having some kind of success on your mission not somebody else's mission not what other bands doing whatever who are you what are you do that as good as you possibly can and as simply as possible is usually best brilliant i accented that with a wonderful fart that was an amazing statement i would say uh i don't have much to add i think fusco and cobra really nailed it all i would say is take all of those things under advisement and consider the fact that one day you'll probably move <laughs> <laughs> so true and it won't matter anyway. <laughs> it won't matter it anymore won't matter anyway. fuck them <laughs> let them burn <laughs>